Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 77. What made you awkward in one season will have you relevant in another. And this one hit me very hard and I want to talk about it. <laughs> you know, this one, uh, I was I was watching an online creator. Uh, his name is Darrell Bailey. And he was talking about Wendy Taylor, the mother of Jawan Taylor, who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Wendy was talking about the story of how Jawan was, uh, you know, uh, just very big as a child and and you know how how he felt i'm gonna play you an audio clip from Darrell talking about this because i love his delivery about the story and then i want us to talk about it to a post the other day by wendy taylor the mother of juan taylor who plays in the nfl now for the kansas city chiefs and she posted a picture of juan he was in his eighth grade class and they were getting ready to go somewhere in a limo and he said Juwan was so much bigger than everybody else at 12 years old that he had to sit in the front seat of the limo while all of his friends sat in the back and had a good time. And he said he just felt so bad about that. And it was more the same throughout his childhood. You know, when he was younger, he had to sit on a chair while everybody else sat crisscross applesauce because it made him uncomfortable. When he was 12, he wore a size 12 shoe and he wore his dad's clothes. It just He just had a season of discomfort for a long stint. But she said something so profound. She said what made him awkward in one season made him relevant in another season. What am I saying that for? I'm saying that to let you know that what's making you uncomfortable right now, what's making you tired and exhausted and making you feel like you want to give up and, and that the enemy's plan to pull you in a place where you can't keep going, what's making you do all that is all a part of God's plan to get you where he wants you to go. There is a direct connection between what you're going through and where you're going, and I want to remind you that you've come too far to give up, period. can't give up. And I love that. You know, it, it for me, it gave me some chills because I can relate. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about I am the I was the awkward child. I was the awkward adult. And now, I, uh, of course, of course, I know how society labels and you're like, you're not awkward. You, you know, I'm not talking about um, what what I what I'm talking about is carving out your own path and doing everything different and doing it regardless of whether people understand you or not making decisions that feel right to you but maybe awkward to everybody else um having a season where you're in your lowest of lows and others are thriving and they can't see why you would be doing things the way you're doing or where it's all going for you you know something he was saying at the end where he said um it's all part of God's plan to get you where he wants to go. There's a direct connection between what you're going through and where you're going. So you can't give up. I don't know why. It just it hits me every time I, I read that because, no, I do know why. Um, and, I'm, and I'm happy to talk about all the different instances that I found myself awkward, seasons of awkward. But the reason it hits me so hard is because you can't see it sometimes. You just can't. You know, you, things feel like they're unraveling or that you're being misunderstood or that, um, you know, your decisions make no sense 
to the world or you're unrealistic or you talk too much <laughs> if you're in my case like in, when I was in grade school um, or you like things in sports that others may not normally find as the most appealing at the time whatever it might be or you may be you know uh, you know um, like in Juwan's case too big or you might be this you might be that. it could be any number of things that quote unquote make you feel awkward like a standout in a season what if we reframed it and thought about why would you be put why why are you experiencing a standout think about that instead of being awkward maybe you're being maybe you're standing out because there's two, there's a couple things going on there's the learning what it means to stand in your own you know different as everybody else because we are all individual sovereign beings and two what comes with the responsibility of being independent of being different and unique what if in any given season of awkwardness you're actually learning to embrace grace for yourself and understand you know uh that there's more going on and to maybe help you look at connecting these dots helping you have a healthier relationship with yourself let me tell you something i did everything unconventional and while i so appreciate you know um all of you who listen online and all of you who've been following my accounts uh there was even uh, uh one person the other day who left a, a review on the podcast which is you podcast and this individual said i've been following matt since 2015 and always you know related to his quotes and some of the things that he was writing but this podcast is on another level which by the way very much humbled me why it hit me is that person said since 2015 and i was like wow you've been following that long and i was thinking about it's interesting because god bless the the community that we've created online but sometimes i wondered when i was listening to this do i explain the seasons of awkward that had happened throughout you know um, throughout all the years from when I was a child all the way till now it's easy to look at doing the podcast and doing all the things online and you know running an agency just doing all these different things with business and all these things and get, oh like he's really got it together does he ever have an awkward season let me tell you something much of my life has been awkward and misunderstood <laughs> by the general public and that's the basis of this podcast the niche is you and that's the basis for the reason I have all of you as a community online is because the 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 general the, the path had been met with a lot of awkwardness. It's not easy to not to, to go an unconventional route and not be viewed, not feel awkward and not be viewed as awkward. Well, why don't you go this route? This would be the safe safe bed. Well, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, but it's responsible. Is it? So now I'm irresponsible if I don't do what everybody else is doing. But yet if I'm doing what I do love to do and it just makes sense for me and I can make a business out of it, like I'm weird, you know, I remember and in grade school it was like, you guys all heard the episode where I talked about how like my voice was so loud that <laughs> sometimes I would get in trouble for talking. Even when I wasn't talking in the class, it was just that the teacher was so used to yelling at me, 
um, because she could always hear my voice. My voice would carry, as the teachers would say, and then they would tell my, my, my mother or my, my parents, but they would tell my mother, you know, um, like whether on the, the report card or tell her, like, oh, he's a great kid, and he talks a lot, or he's, or he's very loud. Well, didn't that serve me in a podcast world, which I, you know, I was seven, right? Six, eight, nine, ten. I mean, it's like, how do you know you're going to be, um, you know, you're going to be uh, a podcaster one day when podcasting didn't even exist? So just like you said, there's a direct connection between what you're going through and where you're going. You know, I was also told how unrealistic I was too throughout my uh, my my interests, if you will, right? So one hand you have here in school, <laughs> I talk too loud, um, not knowing how to you know, make the direct connection between, what does that mean my voice carries? I mean, literally I was getting in trouble when my voice wasn't, when I wasn't even speaking, as I mentioned on that other podcast, right? So, um, and then liking the internet. I remember that was another thing, you know? People are like, well, why do you spend so much time on the internet? I'm like, I don't know, it's interesting. Like you can connect uh, cultures and businesses and, all that stuff and it was really interesting to learn it very early on and I remember you know when I was going to college and I'd spoken about this before and they you know asked like well what do you want to do you know you're an international business degree and I'm like well something with the internet they're like why the internet I was like well you know kind of connects international cultures to each other customers businesses probably all that other stuff they're like yeah we can't help you I'm like yep I understand you know and I've talked about this before about um, carving your own path and it not being understood. And, and listen, there were, there were a lot of incidents, whether in business, when I was trying to explain, uh, you know, the internet and why to use it a certain way, that'll never work. Um, you're being unrealistic, um, you know, to literally getting fired, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like, actually I remember there was, you know, there was even, there was one company where, um, it was like one of the people wanted their own saboteur energy to tell me to go in a different direction than what I promised to deliver. And I delivered it cause I was like, no, this is how it has to be done. Like, well, you know, well, it shouldn't be done that way. And I'm like, well, that's what you hired me for as a, as a contractor. Right. Always think outside the box. I've always thought outside the box. Sure enough, it was a successful launch and got them millions of dollars in leads, sales, potential sales leads. And I was fired the next day, <laughs> you know? So literally my contract was fired the next day and I'm like, okay, so I did something right and I'm being fired. And, um, you know, I remember around that time frame, thinking, okay, I want to build online um, my own my own distribution, my own audience, my own community with all of you guys at the very beginning. Was the internet really a job? Well, I don't know, but I like to write. I have a voice, apparently. <laughs> let's, let's, let's take to the internet and find out what happens. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen, you know. And um, listen, it was very difficult when you, in the time... Uh, back in 2014, I felt like I really had lost everything. Um, at the time, I couldn't really connect the dots. And But I was starting from scratch, scratch. And could you imagine you're starting from scratch? You're looked at as irresponsible for not having, quote unquote, a real job. But I've always was an entrepreneur anyways. Um, you're looked at as weird for thinking that the internet will, you know, become something bigger and a big part of how everybody does business or whatever, all the things, you know. And, um, you know, just 
every decision I constantly kept making that felt right by my soul was awkward to the general public. Now, maybe not to all of you who've been following online and be like, oh, thank you for having this conversation. Thank you for you know saying this or thank you for connecting with me or whatever it might be. You all are proof that what I was thinking I'm not alone in and that there's a world out there that we can serve that we don't know. And you're proof that I'm not crazy <laughs> that with the internet, you create these vast audiences, but it wasn't widely accepted in a physical world. You all may get me and like the fact that I get you, but the physical world, et cetera, you know, and I mean, and we are all part of the physical world and like they're all immersed, right? But I'm just saying that like, when I say the physical world, I mean, just mean like the old paradigm of doing things. I was the unrealistic one. I was the, I wasn't being responsible because I was following a different path. Now, what also can happen is when you have to make changes, like awkwardness can come in a multitude of different ways. It could be taking a step back from maybe the money that you're making to go in a completely different direction. It could be, you know, you're finally thinking, I, I want to do something with my health different than I did it before. And I'm starting from scratch and here's where I'm at. And it sucks to get into the gym or with a trainer and you're like, man, you know, how will I ever get to where I'm going? Which is why you guys hear me talk about consistency all the time. I think when you couple awkwardness and consistency, and, and when I say awkwardness, I mean like just being different. We are so lucky, each of us, to be very different than each other. We are blessed. And when we embrace that, the, the our uniqueness, and we understand that, wait a minute, maybe being awkward is teaching me so much more about the bigger picture. Like you will, you will feel so much more blessed. Yes, in some seasons, it may be difficult for you going through what you're going through in the changes and the shifts and the pivots and all this stuff while also maybe having a world that may not even understand you or even they understand you but they're not going through it therefore it's like oh okay you know good luck I hope you get through that you know God is always working for you and that's really the bigger point is that I couldn't see so many things in its moment but um, like, you know, Steve Jobs said in that, that famous interview, he's like, but when you look back, you can connect the dots. And it's so true. When I look back and I'm like, the kid who had the loud, the, the loud voice, like, meaning like the, it was a deep voice, like the voice I have now, like, so it carried now has two podcasts. The, the kid who like, I want to talk about awkwardness. So I, <laughs> when it comes to writing, a lot of you read my writing online. Right? Like, I love your writing. What if I told you that from years, let's see, from fr like junior high through my senior year of college? So, what is that? Six, four, that's 10 years. I was told that my writing was all over the place. That, um, you know, and, and I was very fortunate because I had a lot of teachers, and I've mentioned this before, I had a lot of teachers who they would give me my papers back and be like, I see where you're trying to go. I think you need to make your points a little bit more succinct. And I'm like, God, why did they all, like all these people get their grades and they did fine and, you know, and I'm being told to redo it over and over again. I was told to redo my works over so many times. And, you know, and the teachers were, were kind, but they were also like, 
Yeah, I think I kind of get where you're trying to go with it. And there's something that I like that you're building upon, but I need you to like redo this paper because I don't want to give you this as the final grade over and over and over again from multiple teachers, multiple grades, not even knowing each other. Why did that keep happening? Why was that happening? Why was my writing so awkward? And you might say like, again, you might say now like, oh, that's not really a big deal. It was the time for me. You know, I was a kid, I was trying to express myself and I'm like, why am I struggling with my writing and all these other people are turning their papers, it was very succinct, they get their A's and their B's or whatever, you know, and then or then you get the kids who get the other grades but they just don't care, whatever it might be, right? Like, why, it was it was difficult for me. Math was easy. But like writing, I, I, I struggled with my writing. But I, yet, um, apparently it was a gift and God knew that, obviously, made in the image of God. <laughs> And teachers were playing out their role. Their souls were playing out their role for me. But it was awkward getting your papers back over and over and over again. And like the one area I couldn't seem to excel at was my writing. But, and you, and you, again, you might be thinking like, well, that's not that big of a deal. It is if the writing is what makes, so essays in history class, essays in uh, English and literature class, uh, you're writing in pretty much everything but math class and physical education. Writing is needed. So uh, maybe the absence of science, <laughs> some of the chemistry and whatnot, but you get the idea. It's half your classes is really is using writing. And so um, it was awkward. It was very awkward for me. Now I'm a writer. You know, you, you can't, you can't always see it. The things you may get in trouble for, the things that may elude you, the things that people don't get you on the things that you feel uncomfortable in the things that feel out of alignment are sometimes the most in alignment we just haven't connected the dots yet because we just need time and it's so ironic that what makes you awkward in one season becomes like the thing that you are known for in another and and that's what wendy taylor was talking about her or her 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 son juan like he, he was a big boy very early on. He just grew fast very early on. And now he's a pro athlete. And in the moment, you can feel so exiled and so out of place and so um, distraught and, you know, and uh, unseen for being seen, right? <laughs> like, uh, and just, you can feel so different. And what I guess an, another overarching message I want to send to all of you is that you need time. You need time to put it all together, to piece it all together. And you need that those awkward moments to really take a look at yourself and embrace what's so awkward about it. And is there a signal in there? So if you're having an awkward season right now, I really want you to think about what's making it so awkward what in there can you find that's like a pivot, a signal, something that's kind of telling you, you know what? I feel like this might be related to something else in the future, my near future. Let me honor it. Let me look at its uniqueness. Let me not, you know, uh, give myself a harder time, but let me actually give myself some grace. Why is this happening in it? And why is this awkwardness potentially a good thing and I don't think why is this happening like as if now you you know you need to kind of play yourself even more down like oh I deserve this out of this you deserve listen stop I don't even want to hear that 
We all make decisions. Sometimes they go in bad, bad directions, and that's fine. We're, that's the human in us. But I want you to look at if you are having a season of awkward, but can you stay close to your heart and your gut and your intuition and your soul and maybe find how it may serve another season of relevancy? I'm going to leave it at that. I appreciate you guys. And, you know, thank you for listening. I'll have to share more and more of kind of just the different parts of my journey. But I will tell you right now, uh, much of it has felt awkward. You know, you guys get it because we we gravitate online. But there was a lot of people like the Internet, podcasting, writing, digital businesses. <laughs> you know, like... Now it seems very relevant, doesn't it? Like, and, I, and I'm and I'm just a, a one of like millions of people doing it, right? So, but for a long time, I was like, okay, kid, sure, yeah. Um, well, you know, okay, uh, one day you you'll grow out of this phase, right? And you're like, okay, um, and that was very discerning. Let me tell you something. It was not or disheartening. It, it was it, you can feel very much alone when you are carving your own path. But I want you to know, you're not alone. There's a lot of people who are carving their own path. And I think we're moving into a new paradigm, a new world where all of us will be responsible for carving out our own path. I'm not saying you have to be an entrepreneur. I'm saying that you have to really love and own the wholeness of your life and create it from the ground up and carve it and mold it and shape your lane. And you will have less of the external worries that impinge upon you daily and more reverence and consistency and honor and grace and peace in really creating that lane of yours because it builds such a level of confidence of, oh, I, I know who I am regardless of what the world might say. So I'll leave you on that. I appreciate you guys. As always, please leave a written review on Apple. It definitely contributes to the show. And it also actually impacts me in more ways than you realize that have nothing to do with the show, but have everything to do with me, including when what I mean by that is just like that person left the, the, the review the other day. Since 2015, that actually really hit me hard. It's 2023. That's eight years they have been a part of my community and watching me evolve my own voice and doing it in public and being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. This might work. Thank you guys. Truly, I appreciate you guys. Have an incredible week. Have an incredible, no matter what day of the week you listen to this, but have an incredible day. Um, as always, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you, and I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.